Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. So here we are, making things happen, even while all of our favorite actors and writers are on strike. So a few weeks ago, I posted on my Instagram, Lauren underscore interviews, if you don't follow, I posted that I had set up an interview with Dave Coulier, best known uh, for being Joey in Full House. But I thought that the interview was going to be canceled because of the actor's strike. Well, turns out I was able to do this interview because Dave wasn't promoting anything anything on television or, um, or he wasn't promoting a movie. He was promoting a podcast. So the podcast was released July 21st on Friday. That's when the first one dropped. And you can listen to the podcast anywhere that you get them, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or you can watch it on YouTube, which is what I plan on doing. But anyway, Dave was lovely. I'm sorry, guys. I did not ask him about Alanis Morissette. It just did not totally feel appropriate. It was, I don't know. He was he was super sweet and super fun. But I made a comment about like hugs, Tanner hugs being corny. And he didn't really laugh. So I was like, okay, I feel like maybe I can't joke as much. But he he totally joked, but you'll you'll hear it for yourself. I do ask him about the Jody Sweeten and Candace Cameron Bure food uh, feud, which um he gives me a little info on. So so you'll see about that. Um, but either way, you're going to love hearing from him because he is just as nice as you imagined him to be when he played Joey on Full House, which I grew up watching. And then the second half of this interview, oh my gosh, so crazy. Paul DeGelder, he is so unbelievable. He is an Australian man who um, is a former Navy SEAL and he is hosting Shark Week which is coming up. Actually, it starts tonight, Monday, the, I think it's, what's the date today? 24th. Yeah. Monday, the 24th. And, um, yeah, he hosts it. And I was a little embarrassed because I thought my interview with Paul was actually next week. So the booker texted me and he's like, dude, like, you know, you got to get on the line now. And I was like, oh my gosh, sorry. So I kind of jumped on this interview uh, slightly unprepared, which I hate doing. But you know what? I owned my unpreparedness and he was cool about it. And I learned a lot about him. So Paul actually lost his arm or his, sorry, his hand and his leg 
in a shark attack. And it's just terrifying. He's written three books. He's just unbelievable. And he's super hot. Look him up. Um, I was like, oh, damn, Paul. But anyway, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the interview with Dave. You're going to hear a commercial. Then we're going to go right into Paul. And then I'm going to close us out. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Thanks for joining me. I, I'm very happy because I expected this interview not to happen because of the strike. But we are going to talk about your podcast. So it's all good. Perfect. Yes. So I, I'm a millennial. I grew up watching Full House. I also, you know, watch the reboot. I'm very into it. So I'm so excited to talk to you. But tell me about the Full House Rewind podcast. Well, I wanted to create a TV show about Full House, and that's what we've done. We've created a, a variety show uh, with Full House as uh, the main character. And so we're going to be rewinding through all 192 episodes. And um, this may sound a little bit weird, Lauren, but yeah. I never watched Full House. <laughs> so for me, this is a trip down memory lane. and. I'll tell you, I've I've actually laughed at myself a couple of times. I don't know how weird that sounds, but um, <laughs> you know, it's 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 amazing how all of these newfound memories are percolating to the surface. It's pretty incredible. Oh, I can imagine. You must have such wonderful memories with Bob Saget as well. I do, and we dedicate the first episode of Full House Rewind to Bob Saget, my brother, mm-hmm. and I get to look right into the camera and tell our audience just what he means to me and the world, and mm-hmm. here's the thing about Bob is that if Bob loved you, he you felt it, and, mm-hmm. you know, he was a hugger in real life as well, and so... I wanted to bring that into the Full House Rewind. So at the end of every episode, I give the audience a virtual Tanner family hug. Oh my God. That's so on brand. That's the corniest thing. And it's so on brand. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love know, it. So, I mean, we're just, thanks. You know, we just wanted to have a loving atmosphere in our show. Mm. And um, that's what we've created. We wanted to make sure that it felt like you were part of the Full House family. Yes. And when is this podcast launching or has it already launched? July 21st. Okay. Uh, next Friday. Friday. And then we're going to be launching, just like DGIF, we're going to yeah. be launching a new episode every Friday. Okay. That is so exciting. I am... Um, like I said, I am a millennial. I mean, you are, you are part of my childhood. So, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm like talking to you right now actually feels very surreal, believe it or not. I always wonder, <laughs> I mean, do people still come up to you and are they like, eh, cut it out? Like, do they still do that to you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's tough. You know, you come into someone's living room and they feel like you're part of the family, you know, which right. I, I very well could be, you know? So <laughs> Um, you know, so, so for me, it's okay. You know, it's just, it's, it's people, you know, getting to share that moment and, Mm. you know, I don't blame them. I, Hey, you know, if I saw somebody from Gilligan's Island, I would probably do the same thing. (laughs) 
Right. Right. Um, it's funny. You, you live in Michigan. That's where you, you know, have your life and, and your home and your family. And, um, this is why you're so nice. My husband's from Michigan and his family's from Michigan. So we go there a lot. Good, uh, good Midwesterners. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Now I saw, you know, you had a few guests lined up uh, for, for the podcast, Marla Sokoloff, who I love. Um, I didn't see Candace Cameron Bure or Jody Sweeten on that list. Are they going to be a part of this at all? Well, we have to save some surprises, Ooh. you know, for uh, the second half of this first season. So, um, so we're kind of keeping it under wraps, but okay. we will be having some very special guests. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, that's exciting. And I don't know, I don't know if you, um, I'm sure you're, you're sort of familiar with this, but you know, a lot of fans are wondering about this quote unquote alleged feud between Candace and Jody. And I don't know if that's still happening, but, or, or, or it even happened at all, but I did notice that Cameron or Candace still doesn't even follow Jody on Instagram. And it makes me so sad because, you know, we, we love you guys as actors, we feel like you're part of our, you know, our part of our life. So I don't know if you can comment on that, but. Well, we're all going to nineties con together in uh, Tampa in a couple of months. So, okay. you know, it's all good. We, you know, we are like a family off camera as well. And so we've been through everything, marriages, divorces, births, deaths, pickups, okay. cancellations, uh, you know, and once in a while we get into it with each other, but uh, yeah. we hug it out with a Tanner family hug. <laughs> it's all good, you know? So I can't really comment on them, but, you right. know, we're a family and we've always been there for each other. And, you know, it, I've had squabbles with Bob and John, but it's mm. all silly stuff, yeah. you know? It's never anything that really is, you know, lasting for very long. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what's going on with I don't know what's going on with those two, but you know what? We're gonna see each other soon and it's we'll go out to dinner and we'll have fun and we'll laugh and that's that. Yes. Yes. That makes sense. And it's so funny because I had Marla on this podcast and she, we discussed this and Marla's like, you know, I'm curious as well. Cause I have no idea what's going on. So, and it's just funny that that's, you know, that seems to be the take. Um, and I think it was the last nineties con in Connecticut where it was like you, Andrea Barber and, um, Candace Cameron. And then everybody's like, where's Jody Swin? So it's just very funny how one Instagram picture can just, you know, create this domino effect, right? Yeah. And social media is not real life, you know, yeah. it's just like, no, you're okay. right. Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, it's this world that people create and you can kind of take away from it what you will, but, um, well, like I said, we're going to see each other in a couple of months <laughs> and I'm sure it's going to be lots of laughs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, you are just so nice to speak to. I feel like I'm just, I'm speaking to an old friend. So I really, really love that and appreciate that about you. Um, so is there, I mean, I don't even know if you're allowed to plug anything else that you're working on or what's in the works now with the strike. This is a little confusing, but I usually ask that at, you know, towards the end of the interview, is there anything else you want to plug? Well, you know, Full House Rewind is my complete focus right now. I'm writing all of the shows as well. Oh. So 
Um, I keep very busy because it's a scripted show, not the segments with uh, our interviews, obviously. Right. But, um, you know, I'm just trying to stay focused. I've got, you know, uh, 192 of these to write, and wow. I've got a lot of work ahead of me. So that's what, what I'm going to be doing for a while. Wow. So no Michigan football games for you in the fall, mister. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there will. I'll. I'll make it to one of those. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. maybe I'll see you at a tailgate uh, in Ann Arbor or something, but um, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, Tap thank you. Yeah, I know. Right. I will. I will. I know who you are. So, but um, anyway, Dave, thank you so much for coming on Lauren interviews. You are so awesome. And I cannot wait for next Friday, full house, rewind the podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Of course. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain, but it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. The stress and crowds of holiday shopping can put a damper on your holiday spirit. And you don't always find all the perfect gifts you're looking for. The Virginia Lottery's games make easy and tremendously fun gifts for all the adults in your life, even you. Celebrate the season of gifting with Virginia Lottery Scratchers and online instant games. For more info, visit valottery.com slash holiday. Hey, Lauren, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Ah, not too bad. Just visiting New York, so I'm having a bit of fun. Oh my gosh, I live in New York. That's so fun. What are you doing? Um, well, aside from all of the interviews that we're doing, I'm just, you know, New York's such a great walking city, so I'm just getting out there, trying new restaurants, seeing what's changed, doing a little shopping here and there. Yes, yes. So what, what's been your favorite restaurant so far? Uh, well, I'm vegan, and so I've been trying out all the vegan restaurants. I discovered one called um, Fran- Frankia, I think it was called. It said okay. it was Korean, but it was um, a mix of everything. V- Frankia Vegan Cafe, and they had some <sighs> really good dumplings, um, a bunch of other stuff. So I smashed about 120 bucks worth of food. I'm like <laughs> six foot and 200 pounds, so I do eat a lot. Good for you. I mean, I'm just, I'm very impressed. I cannot live without red meat. And my husband actually, he really gets on me because I, I use red meat a lot in, in my cooking. And so he <laughs> would, he would really appreciate if I did a little more fish and a little more vegan. So good for you. Um, are, you're Australian. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I love that. That's super yeah. hot. Love Living your accent. In America. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an accent. You have an accent. Yeah, yeah, bud. Whatever, whatever you say. Um, okay, but you you are hosting Shark Week this year. That's so fun. I know, crazy, huh? Shark Week is amazing. I can't even believe I get to do this as a job. 
I mean, you have to tell me, Paul, because like my favorite movie in the entire world is Men of Honor. I don't know if you know that movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. Do you know that movie? And Robert De Niro. Yes! And Charlie Theron. I want my 10 cookie. <laughs> you don't remember what that? Oh, I'm losing you. Oh, no, you didn't. That was just me crying Um, because I'm so happy that uh, <laughs> that you said that. I mean, absolutely. That's a, yeah. that's a staple for Navy Divers. Okay, and this is why I bring it up because, I mean, my seven-year-old, she loves to swim. And I was like, oh, we got to, you know, you got to watch this movie. P.S. Yeah, don't let a seven-year-old see that. There's lots of N-bombs. There's lots of swearing. There is, it is so bad. It is so bad, dude. I was like, oh my gosh. But I was like, could you ever hold your breath like that? And can you imagine there are people like that that can? So I got to ask you, Paul, what's your record? How long can you hold your breath for? Uh, my record's four and a half minutes. <gasps> I- I'm dead. What? Did your nose bleed? <laughs> Did your nose <Yeah>. bleed? <laughs> no, no. That was, I was, I, like, I've never really recorded it until I decided, oh, I'll give it a go. And I did some breathing exercises every day for two weeks. Uh, and then I did it and I did it for four and a half minutes. Uh, and then I stopped trying. So I'm sure I could work up to even longer than that if I had to. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, that movie, surprisingly, you know, because he lost his leg, um, it was yeah. actually a, a, a real inspiration for me when I lost my leg, leg to the shark attack to actually, you know, push through. And if this guy could do it, I could take some lessons from him and his strength and, and recover and actually get back to work with the Navy like he did. And it worked after, you know, six months of training my butt off. Uh, I got to go back to work as an instructor. Wait, I, I kind of, I'm going to admit this. I did not know that you lost your leg to a shark attack. I did not get to that part of your (laughs) bio, I guess. I, I am very, uh, wow. You're amazing. So you, lo- you literally lost oh, your was, leg? It was a big day at work. Yeah. It's a, uh, I used to be in the Army. I was an airborne soldier, so I used to jump out of planes. Uh, okay. And then looking for more adventure, I discovered these, this elite team called the Clearance Divers. And they do underwater and land-based bomb disposal, counterterrorism, tactical operations, all manner of stuff. A really, really cool job. And I did that for about five years. And then I turned up to work one day to do a counter-terrorism exercise in Sydney Harbour uh, in Australia. And I was swimming from, from point A to point B, uh, pretending to be an attack swimmer. And they were trying to detect me using this new equipment. And while I was in the water swimming, uh, a 10-foot bull shark came up from underneath me and grabbed me by the back of my leg and my right hand in the same bite. Took me underwater thrash me about um absolute i'm in agony and i'm thinking i'm gonna die there's absolutely no way i'm gonna survive this um the shark removed my whole hamstring from the back of my leg and my hand in the same bite and while it was swimming away i guess swallowing my body uh i had to swim back to my safety boat with one leg and one hand through a pool of my own blood uh, thinking there's just you know there's no way i'm getting out of this the shark's gonna come back and tear me to pieces but Fortunately, my teammates were there. They rendered first aid, and the paramedics wished me off to emergency surgery where I had the rest of my leg amputated. And I'm just pretty tough day at work, I gotta say. Oh my gosh, you have uh, you have an amazing outlook and attitude 
about this. And I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm speechless, I guess that that's, I'm so sorry. I don't even know if that's like the right thing to say. I, you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fuck to say right now. I just curse. And I'm like, I'm just like that's all good. It's, I mean, uh, it's, all right. it's just life shit, shit happens. Um, you know, my, my, my story is different, but it's no bigger or better than anyone else's, you know, with all the things that I was doing, you know, I, I was rode a big black Italian sports bike. I was jumping out of aircraft, playing with bombs and explosives. Any, you can't get upset when you do a whole bunch of dangerous shit and then something goes wrong. And so at least this way, I get a cool story out of it. And even better, I get a cool career out of it. So I get to work on Shark Week. Wow. I get to travel the world and have adventures, work with incredible people like Will Smith and Ronda Rousey and Mike Tyson. So, you know, it was a horrible, horrible day. But through the worst thing that ever happened to me, so much opportunity has come as well. And so... While I'd like to have my leg and my hand back, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't change it. You know, I wouldn't I'm not, I wouldn't go back and change it anymore because I don't know who that person would be. I don't know Paul that didn't get attacked by the shark. Would he be happy? Would he be fulfilled? But I know who yeah. I am now, and I have like an amazing fiance, an amazing life, and an amazing career. So I'm very grateful for everything I've got still. You are you're seriously <laughs> incredible. I mean. Are you are you gonna write a book? <laughs> I have three already. You have three already. Okay, I I kind of figured you were gonna say something like that. So, um, where can people find your book? Just on Amazon or at, at bookstores? Yeah, the easiest spots on Amazon. It's called Uncaged. Uh, that's the story of you know me growing up, going through the military, the shark attack, and then some really cool Shark Week stories. Um, Uncaged. It's on Amazon. The okay. newest one out is called Shark. Um, why we need to save the world's most misunderstood predator. Uh, that's also on Amazon. Um, wow. And I've just released my first kids book. Um, really? Called Big Red Bruce, the ca- the kangaroo that loses his tail. So I wanted to do a series about um, social issues that young children would have to go through, like things that I went through as well, like bullying and being different and making friends. So the first one I did was about losing a limb, where this big red kangaroo loses his tail and his friends come together and he goes on this adventure to try and uh, figure out what to do so he can go back and win the Bush Olympics again. Um, yeah, so wow. that's, that's out now that just came out yesterday on Amazon. Wow. Congratulations. This is perfect timing. And I'm going to be so honest with you right now. I'm usually not this honest, but I'm usually like 10 times more prepared. But, um, my friend art who booked you was like, Hey, where's the zoom? I thought it was next week. And that's, why I was like, Oh shit. So I just like ran <laughs> to my computer good. and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. So that's why I feel like you're probably like, what is up with this girl? What is, <laughs> um, but, oh, I don't really care. No, well, I do. I care because you were like so freaking fascinating and incredible. And so now I'm looking at your picture, Paul, and I'm super confused at how you're vegan and how you have like really big muscles. And like, <laughs> I don't understand how that works. <laughs> uh, people make it too complicated. Like as humans, we seem to overcomplicate everything. Um, I am not a complicated person. I'm very simple. I'm the man, so yes, you would probably just say, sit oh, men are simple, but <laughs> women probably think they're complicated. Um, it's not that complicated. So, so fitness, I eat lots of food. Most of it is healthy, but not all of it. Mm. And I lift heavy things up and down. 
<laughs> and I, I, I work on my fitness. It's like it's that simple. People overcomplicate it. Ah, oh, the macros and the reps and the sets yeah. and this and that. And it's like, no, just just eat lots of food and lift heavy things up and down. Go for a run, go for a walk, do some swimming. It's really that simple. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, for me, it's like, I don't know. I love carbs, so that's my problem. Um, And I love to put like junk in in my coffee. Like I love to put sweet, I'm the worst with that. And I'm also the worst with alcohol. I I, like love sugary drinks and stuff. So I need to stop that. I need to take a page from your book here. Sounds like you have no sugar in your life. So (laughs) what being vegan, everything is a carb. Oh, wait, (laughs) you're right. What am I saying? Like the, I love the sugar though. Right. Sweet potato. Oh, the sugar. Yeah. I try and keep the sugar to a minimum. I, I do like, I did eat a, um, a triple scooped vegan ice cream with hot chocolate fudge and vegan whipped cream from Van Lewin's yesterday. Oh my so God, Van Lewin's the best. Sugar. I do love it. Yeah. The, the, when, I, when I ordered it, the chick behind the counter even looked at me funny. Uh, and I ate that whole thing. So <laughs> Plus, I love beer. I love margaritas. I like a drink, but it's, it's, it's balance. You know, yeah. you can do those things if you're looking after other parts of your life. And also, one thing that people underrate is your emotional status. Mm. If you're happy, then everything in your body is working better. Your mind is working, your digestion, your nervous system. People really undervalue this thing called happiness and joy and don't think that it it does as much as as it does throughout your whole system. It really does do a lot. Wow. You are, yeah. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. And um, I'm really going to internalize that. I think what you just said about being happy and that's just really good advice, truly. Yeah, well, you know what it's like when you're happy. Everything's easier. Your yeah. relationships are better. If, if you're happy, you're usually eating better. You're exercising. You want to get out and about. You've mm. got more energy to spend with your kids. Like It, it really does make a difference. And uh, you know, being able to draw on that happiness, going through what I went through, losing, you know, nearly losing my career, losing a lot of things that I can't do anymore very mm. easily. Like I used to love running. Uh, I ran a 135-kilometer race for the Navy up and down mountains. And now I hate wow. running because I've got to wear a blade and it hurts. But mm. you find other things to fill those voids. And you surround yourself in all of those things that you love. Like if you're surrounded in all the things that give you joy, yeah. then you've got nothing to be upset about. And then yeah. that's just like you can draw on those feelings easier. It's like if, if how do you get better at you, you know, your kid learning to ride a bike or learning to read and write or any of that stuff, it all comes through practice. And our happiness and our joy and all of those positive emotions that we want, we have to practice drawing on them so that it gets easier over time. Because we all, you know, it's much easier to draw on the negatives, but what's the benefit of that? Oh, Paul, if like talk shows were a thing, you should have one. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This has been so amazing. Seriously, you'd be like the next Dr. Phil. Um, Shark Week starts Sunday night, July 23rd, and we can watch you on TV. I cannot wait. Thank you so much. My pleasure. It's going to be an amazing week. Lots of sharks, lots of action, and lots of adventure. Woo! Can't wait. <laughs> Bye, Paul. See ya. 
Okay, so how hot did Paul sound and how dumb did I sound? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But no, really, I did sound dumb. But anyway, you have a new podcast to listen to, Full House Rewind, and you have Paul to watch on Shark Week this week. So you're welcome. Uh, Anyway, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple. And, you know, I think I may take a little break next week uh, just to give myself a break if that's okay with everybody and I will be back the next week with a brand new episode. 